Hello, goddesses. Today is another free day, and we have a beautiful goddess with us. Imagine a life wherein you are the youngest uh, gold medalist of your college, and you become the youngest AGM of your company. You are you get so many awards, so many accreditation, and you do this with. A challenge which may not appear to you it is she uh, the goddess with us is uh, visually challenged and in spite of that she has won so many laurels for herself and the family and the country and uh, allow me to welcome goddess Nikita Rao to our planet Aphrodite with Meena hello goddess Nikita how are you hello Meena hi uh, hi everyone my listeners that uh, Meenal, you and all my dear listeners are uh, safe and I wish everyone a very, very good health and very high positive spirits during these tough times. Oh, that was so much needed. So Goddess Nikita, tell us about how is your life, uh, you know, you have achieved a lot and you keep achieving a lot and uh, how is your life earlier, like, uh, you know, before the self-love or before this discovery of being Nikita, how did the journey happen? Please take us, our goddesses there and share with um, So you did mention uh, to my listeners that, uh, yes, I am visually impaired. I was born a third um, daughter to my parents. Um, so it was a hope in the traditional Punjabi family that I belong to that, uh, okay, so this time it's definitely going to be a, a son, a Munda, you know, so, <laughs> but it was me. Um, Sony <laughs> So for that, at that time, it was just a Kuri. And um, so except my parents, uh, the other uh, relatives in the family, who you know, propagated that you must have a son. So they were definitely not very happy. Uh, so it was around uh, eight months after my birth that my parents noticed uh, that there is some abnormality in the way I uh, look at things. Mm-hmm. You know, so because my eyes are absolutely normal looking, uh, right? Beautiful uh, eyes, you have, right? <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. So uh, that's when they noticed that there is some abnormality, and uh, they took me to the doctors, etc. And I was uh, diagnosed. My parents were told that I am born without eyesight, I'm completely blind, uh, though I have my eyeballs at the place at the right place, but there is no sight in the in those eyeballs. Uh, it was a big shock to my parents. Um, very, very uh, shattered and broken they were. But then, um, soon after a couple of day, days, they decided that nothing doing. She is our daughter. And uh, somewhat me, God has given her to us. Uh, we as parents, it's our uh, duty and responsibility to you know raise her just as we have been raising our other earlier two daughters. Uh, so with that positive intention in mind, uh, my parents had two focus, uh, one on the treatment side, medically, what can be done and whether can my eyesight be restored. And second, on the upbringing side as to how do they raise a daughter who's completely blind? So what will happen with my education? What will happen when I, uh, it was a very challenging time for them. Um, so 
when I was a toddler, I knew for sure that there is something different in me, which probably makes me different from the other children. I was not very clear what blindness is actually all about. Right. I only began to know it when uh, my parents uh, started taking me eye surgery done and all. That's when I got to know and I was uh, matured enough to understand that yes, uh, I don't have my eyesight. Yeah, I can't see It was difficult. I was a very, very sensitive child. Uh, as a child, I was extremely sensitive. Um, you know, I would cry very often, but I used to shed my tears a lot in the bathroom and come out smiling. Um, so the days went on, um, the options that my parents uh, thought of considering was to admit me uh, into a blind hostel, though they did not want to do that, but right. at that point in time they did not know what was to be done. After looking at the environment there, uh, it was so uh, traumatizing for my parents that they, uh, you know, they thought that nothing doing, we will not be able to keep her in that hostel, we will instead um, you know, keep her with us and see if we can put her in an integrated school. An integrated, I mean a normal school. So it's rightly said, you know, uh, God helps those, those help themselves. Right. And uh, when my parents had this good intention, um, that's when um, in the form of an organization, God sent us some angels, the National Association for the Blind, called as NAB. Mm -hmm. So basically, it's an organization which works towards the education and employment of uh, persons with visual impairment. And uh, one of the uh, flagship, uh, you know, objectives of that organization was to encourage normal schools in the city to uh, admit uh, children with blindness. And that's when they helped my parents get me an admission in uh, one of the schools named Indian Education Society, or commonly also known as the King George. Um, I started going into that school. It, is, it was not very far uh, from my house. I used to go by school bus. And of course, each day was a new challenge for me, my parents, my teachers, uh, because in that school, I was the first blind student to be admitted. So okay. even the school staff did not know how do they handle a child with uh, complete blindness. Right. I learned Braille. Um, I learned Braille and by the way, it's a leafy by which we read and write. Um, uh, but in my mind, I was very sure that, uh, you know, I have to definitely put in extra efforts because I cannot see. So even though as a little child, I was very aware of that fact that yes, uh, it's a challenge and I have to put in more efforts. Right. So I was, uh, though I was very sensitive, but I was equally active and equally mischievous all. I was academically very, very bright. Uh, I used to be almost uh, every examination, I used to be a top ranker in the class. Uh, because I was, you know, aware of one thing that yes, um, I should be excelling in other things so much so that people, you know, uh, overlook my uh, so-called physical impairment or the right. physical disability that I have. Right. So, right. yes. So, uh, it's it, it was like that. And... Um, I was equally active in the extracurricular activities. Um, so that was my formidable, um, in uh, my early uh, childhood days. And uh, then there were one or two such incidents in the school, uh, which, you know, made me uh, emerge very, very strong and leave my sensitivity aside and, you know, emerge as a very strong person.
if it's okay for you, uh, can you share those challenges, at least one challenge that changed the yes. person who is so sensitive and, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, a very uh, naughty uh, and uh, very studious girl into a, a very strong woman that you are today? Like, how do you grow up into this, you know? Right. So uh, one fine afternoon while we were waiting in the school uh, for the bus to come to drop us home, uh, something happened with the bus and it broke down. Uh, the bus did not come for an hour or so and we kept on waiting, uh, me along with the other children. And that time, you know, those days you did not have uh, mobile phones, right. even landlines were very rare. Right. Right. Um, an hour or so we were waiting in the hot sun in the afternoon. And uh, the moment the school bus came, I fellow classmates who were standing, uh, standing with me, they ran and went across the road where the bus was standing and they boarded the bus. So oh. usually what would happen is, okay. uh, usually somebody from the class uh, while coming out would hold my hand and escort me to the bus. So right. everyone went, ran and I was standing all alone. I could oh. feel that there is no one around, around me. You. Okay. Uh, yes, and I was dead scared. I could hear the the bus engine also igniting, starting to leave for the destination. And I was crying. I started crying. I said, what will happen if I stay alone over here? What is going to happen with me? So I was sobbing like anything. And luckily, just when the bus was about to, uh, you know, leave and while I was thinking that, how do I dare to, you know, cross that road where other vehicles are coming and get into the right. bus. Uh, luckily, while the bus was leaving, the bus conductor, he saw me, you know, right okay. far away. And he came running to me and he's like, Hey, uh, baby, uh, you know, so I was like, I said, what I was crying, so he held my hand and took me to the bus. And entire uh, way, like on 20 minutes way to my house, it was just a crying, crying, crying. Right. And uh, so he consoled me, but then I was unconsolably crying. crying right. Because just that, you know, the very thought. Ha- I mean, the very thought that yes. what would happen, and then even the thought that what will happen to me in the future if. Uh, you know, there is no one with me and I'm standing all alone. I cannot see. What will I do? Why? And, you know, then uh, that was the first time when I even asked God that why is it from yours that you have to give me this blindness, you know? Right. But, uh, I told my conductor that, okay, my mother will come on the bus stop to receive me. Please do not let her know what had happened today and that I was crying in the bus. So he said, okay. My mother came to pick me and he the naughty boy, he told my mother that uh, she was crying today in the bus. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, my mom asked what happened. I said, no, no, the bus got late and I was hungry and you know I like to eat, so I was crying because I was hungry. <laughs> so, uh, so, anyways, I came I came to home and um, I'm usually when I used to come to home, it was like, I'm a tufan bacha, tufani bacha, but that, that day was different and I did not really speak to anybody. I straight away went in my room, I locked myself up and I was weeping all the while. And I don't know, I would have even written a couple of things to God. I, I remember mm-hmm. I even wrote a letter to God <laughs> that day. <laughs> um, so whole day went like that. My mom noticed that there is something and different. She kept on asking me. Yeah. To, yes. Um, so... Ultimately, at the end, in the uh, towards the end of the day at night, when my parents uh, were sitting and they were again, I was lying down on their lap and I was crying. So, of course, the first five minutes it was uh, 
very emotional moment for my parents also but you know for me uh, me and my uh, parents have been a biggest strength especially my father so you know he did a lot of counseling to me uh, for about half an hour and he made me understand that it's okay so what you are not alone you have to find your ways out and that night i did not sleep at all i did a lot of self talk now i was just 12 years old today was the last day on the earth uh, when i cried because i cannot see and i also made my parents cry henceforth come watch me i am not going to cry and crib about my blindness it is my life and god has given me so many other things my all other body parts are working just that one pair of small part is not working so what no crying no being sensitive okay for 2 minutes it, if there is something that bothers me it just wait for that think about it and come out so that's how it was and thereafter because there were a lot of other challenges technical educational so and so um it went on like that but yes that was a life changing day for me the situation is not in my hand but how you respond to a particular situation the choice is completely with you and right. that's what you know make you um the person that you are True. so very 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 well said aniketa very very well said and uh, there is always this question in the sighted people mind like how do you manage like you're married and you you run uh, your whole uh, baroda academy and then you run the household as well you know <laughs> so uh, i'm just curious if you would like to share a few minutes on that like how do you manage things sure my uh, office and uh, you know my work front so uh, i work for a very very uh, a brilliant institution a very prestigious institution it's uh, a nationalized bank and uh, i work for that bank it's been 10 years now i was picked up from my campus um, as an hr professional the technologically i am able to use uh, the computer the mobile phones etc just as any other sighted person the only difference is that uh, the sighted people they see those gadgets they see the monitor or the screen and we uh, people who have visual impairment uh, we listen to it now how do we listen so uh, for the computer there is uh, uh, there are screen readers available the uh, popular one is called as jaws and on the mobile there are inbuilt uh, screen readers so what these softwares do basically is they uh, read everything that you see on the screen or whatever you type in okay so the input okay. and the output is read to you and i'm able to very very normally conveniently use an apple iphone i'm using an iphone right now so uh, right from making calls to browsing internet to whatsapp to facebook everything i'm able to use and uh, of course in my office also i'm able to use the computer uh, just as any normal person so whether it is drafting of documents reports reading or um, you know anything i'm able to do that my management has been very kind enough to recognize my uh, potential my merit in short span of 10 years i uh, rose to the level of assistant general manager uh, last year i got promoted as assistant general manager and i also uh, thank you so much and i 
uh, have worked in different assignments, uh, not just in Mumbai, even outside Mumbai, since uh, you know we have a policy of uh, transfers, sure. etc. So I headed a couple of assignments, and uh, but still there is a long way to go. Uh, definitely long way to go. There's Absolutely. so much that I. Uh, there's so much that still I uh, have to contribute to my organization, to the society at large. I also am I'm into, sorry, yeah, thank you so best. much. Thanks. <laughs> thanks, yes. thanks a lot, really need it. Uh, besides that, I'm also uh, into music. I sing, I'm a trained classical singer. Right. I used to sing for All India Radio. Wow, and, you have uh, such a sweet voice. Uh, always, <laughs> thank you so much. Yeah. And uh, I also, uh, I am also a motivational speaker and uh, um, I love to inspire people or help people wherever I can. Um, so that's about my work and my uh, passion. Right. Um, now coming to my home front, I'm uh, very happily uh, lucky to be married uh, to uh, Mr. Vasant, uh, who's my partner and we call each other partner in crime basically <laughs> and uh, yes I would like to inform my viewers that yes there is a myth or there is a common uh, notion that yes if you have if you have a bodily impairment uh, it's difficult that somebody with a non-body impairment will sort of you know marry you that uh, my husband is uh, bodily normal um, so that's uh, that's one thing and uh, it's all about how well you understand a partner. That's right. more important than anything else. Right. And Very, as far as... Thank the, you for breaking that myth. You know, many people have that. Uh, thank you for breaking that myth. <laughs> thank you so much. And uh, as far as my household work is concerned, uh, yes, whatever little bit, I had some hesitations. Uh, with, uh, so thanks to this lockdown, it has been broken. <laughs> Lockdown has broken many myths and barrier, mental barriers in everyone's yes. life. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's true. So if so, it's all about your practice, your judgment, and there are so many simple, simple techniques that help you do your work independently. Um, while you're putting, while you're pouring the tea into the cup, how will you know that the cup is, uh, you know, the tea is coming to the brink or the cup is getting full? You listen, you close your eyes and listen to the, the voice that the liquid is making into the cup for automatically come to you. Wow. I have to try that. I have to try that. <laughs> yes. I'll do it yes. and let you know <laughs> was I able sure. to do it. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm equally fond of, uh, you know, getting dressed and all. So I make sure that whatever I'm wearing, um, I dress up independently and I have everything well coordinated uh, I mean the jewelry my handbags etc so only thing is yes when I buy things for the first time that is the time when I ask somebody to describe me the color the design right. etc I right. can find out by touch That's, but right. the color yes of course uh, you know somebody tells me and then it's my responsibility and my duty to remember what color is it. <laughs> so you have to by touch uh, you know recognize the clothes so I make sure that I don't buy things which are similar in touch for example uh, you know I if I have to put lipstick so I will make sure that I don't buy lipsticks uh, with the same shape of the bottle or right. all, the bottles, the stick shape is same. The bottles, uh, you know, shape is same. I'll make sure I'll either 
put some scratch mark or I will remove the sticker or stick it somewhere else or do something about it. So, so, so each is unique. About, <laughs> each is unique, yes. Right. So uh, then I know that, okay, if this is my pink lipstick, this is a longer bottle, the red lipstick is a roundish bottle, the stick, whatever. So wow. these are all your convenient uh, tricks that you, you know, use at home or in your personal life just to ensure that how well can you be independent and trust me Meenal, it's not at all a big deal to not have one part of your body because you have so many other things and so many other parts that you can really use so you know the problem with uh, we mankind uh, is uh, that we always focus on what we is... think and we talk about something which we don't have right which we oversee or we you know tend to take things for granted about the yeah, things yeah. that we have wonderfully you know? said very wonderfully <laughs> said i would like so my funda in life has always been and uh, good that i'm a banker also now that uh, i always like to capitalize on what i have and you know how to make the maximum of it um, you know i should be good so <laughs> <laughs> yeah, rather than bothering so much about what I don't have or what is constrained for me. Wonderful, wonderful. So one gem that you would like to offer to our goddesses, Nikita. Uh, one thing that, you know, they may not be facing the same challenge, but something where yes. they feel stuck or they are cursing God and writing letters. Why did you do this to us? <laughs> when I wrote that letter, you know, when I was 12 years old and I narrated that incident to you, that night I even got the answer. When I asked a okay. question to God, that God, why me? Okay, I even got that answer also. Um, while I was deeply into maybe connection with myself or with my teeth, and I got the answer that uh, wherever there is a difficult task or a difficult or a challenging thing to be done they would always want to give it to somebody who can really be best at or who can really take on that challenge head-on right 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 so you know he chose to give me that challenge because he knew i'll be able to do it so it's yes. more like a compliment that came to me from god wow the, the whole perspective as you said earlier it's not yes. the situation it's not the challenge it's not the condition it's how you take it you know how you yes, perceive yes. it yes so whenever i even uh, whenever there is a situation that haunts me times any any situation it can be anything right right so, right uh, of course the first reaction uh, human being emotional reaction is why me okay because he has that faith in me that i can do it and that's why it's me right so that is one and secondly um the gem that uh, you're talking about um so i always feel that there is one festival which we can celebrate every day you know holy diwali etc there are specific days right one festival that we can really and we all must celebrate every day is the life yes yes yeah, so. <laughs> wonderful <laughs> so yes. wow so dr krishan bernard had this statement in celebration of being alive you know just yes. just yes. you're alive celebrate it yes. yeah and of course be thankful to everyone around you um, to god to everyone and all the good things that are happening uh, with you um, and in case if you feel that somebody or something is not happening the way uh, you want it's okay 
I mean, right. absolutely okay. Right. Absolutely okay. So the right. moment you stop taking people or things for granted or uh, the moment you ex- stop expecting and you start accepting more and then choosing to respond the way which is best for the situation, I think life is pretty simple and it is enjoyable. It's only we human beings which make Ooh. it complicated. Right. Right, right. That's amazing, Nikita. Thank you so much for your wisdom, for your candid sharing, for your inspiration, for make, for simplifying life. <laughs> you know, yes. thank you so much. Where can our goddesses follow you, Nikita? Um, On social yes, media, so, you know. We... So I, I think, I mean, whatever was there in my heart, I shared it. <laughs> um, so where the, the listeners can follow me, um, so just a one-stop shop we have prepared for everything. And uh, so I have my website, uh, which is named as the address is beingnikita.com. Okay. okay. And that website has a uh, few details about uh, me, my achievements so far. Okay. So rather okay. than me telling individually, I think... Okay, uh, okay. so beingnikita.com yes. is the site yes. for you yes. goddesses. So go there, follow her <laughs> and get inspired, share your story yes. with us. Thank you so uh, much. And I still feel that uh, what I have done is only the tip of the iceberg. There's so much more uh, that I must do for myself, my people around, for the society at large and uh, for everything that I can. You will. (laughs) And we are following you. (laughs) Thank you so much. We are cheering for you. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much for that. Thank you, Goddess Nikita, for all your time and amazing podcast that we had today thank you so much have a good day Bye-bye. thank you thank you all my viewers also uh, for your time and uh, it is really a pleasure uh, for me to talk to everyone thank you so much and i once again wish each one of you a very very happy healthy safe and positive times so with that we are wrapping up this edition So celebrate your life each day. Do not wait for any special occasion. Just celebrate your life each day. That's what our goddesses, goddess taught us. And that's that's a big nugget. That's a big nugget there, you know. And in today's time, we realize the value of life. We realize the value of people. We realize of, like, suddenly we all have become so grateful because of this lockdown all across the globe, you know. And we realize we are all one. We are all in it together. So just celebrate each day. And with that, see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye.